Kravitz. If you have not followed his Triple H Horse Racing Podcast, you're missing out. It's one of the best podcasts in the country. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Saratoga today for the last Sunday of the meet, September 3rd. I am your proud host, Howard Kravitz, my good friend and co-host, Pete Visco, sitting right over there. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button on the bottom right-hand side of the screen, smash that like button, and also hit that notification bell so that you know when new content arises. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. We have fantastic power picks. We've had some scores yesterday. Look below the video player for information on our power picks, which come out on Saturdays as well. And we've got a great website that Pete has a very, very large part of, if not mainly, it's all his deal, hhhracingpodcast.com. Good morning, Pete. How are you doing today? I'm excellent. How are you today? Um, well, I did wake up. I did uh, was able to get on my own two feet. Despite some people with some emails and uh, some DMs saying, Howard, you're awful uh, handicapper. I can't believe you gave out Churchtown yesterday. Um, look, let's. I'm going to have a lot more to say next week. Obviously, Churchtown was a complete disaster. It was one of my plays of the year. I touted it out on the Ben Boozen show. We talked about it. Uh, Pete, sometime, but I'm not going to dwell on it this morning. We are going to talk about it. I'm, I'll leave plenty of crow on our Thursday show. We actually have Matt Berniras coming on this Thursday, Pete, which I'm really excited about. Oh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, and he's going to come on. He's at Kentucky Downs last week and this week. And so we'll have plenty to say um, about church town and just, you know, really bad handicapping opinions, etc. But look, when a horse runs a two buyer, a two, and is eased, I mean, it was something, something happened, Pete, obviously. I yeah. Yeah. I mean, it did. Yeah. I, I, I had a few horses yesterday that just kept running backwards and that was one of them. <laughs> so I was with you on, uh, on that garbage pick, but yeah, hopefully he's okay. I mean, I don't know, or it was just a bad race. I know on our show, you like to pick horses coming off a zero buyer. So I don't I know. know about a two coming back. I don't know. We'll have to talk to Paul and, and, and put our heads together to see if a two is just as good as a handicapping angle as a zero. I'll tell you what would be fascinating the woodbine miles in two weeks if this horse like somehow shows up in that race i would be fascinated i would i would really be interested because that means he didn't get hurt he just didn't like the up and down hill or like yes. something you I know mean, what kentucky I mean? downs like, is weird kentucky downs weird. you either hate it or you love it which is why when you're hand, I mean, not that this is a this is a Saratoga show, but that's right. one of those tracks where if someone has a past past runs, a horse has past runs over it, it's something to pay attention to. And some horses just love it, and some horses yeah. just despise it. And it's a you know, it's it's a weird track, it's a weird configuration. What are you going to do? Well, on the positive, yesterday morning on this show, listen, if if I'm going to you know fall on the sword like I deservedly should after the Churchtown pick this week. We also got to talk about the good things. And yesterday on this show, Pete, Paul and I, uh, no pressure here for you. <laughs> Paul and I absolutely crushed the late pick five. Now, neither one of us, for full disclosure, actually had the late pick five. But I just want to point out a few things real quick. First race yesterday of this show, Paul touted Thin White Duke, who won at 9.2 to 1. And by the way, he got his highest buyer. So Paul must have Paul must have known something, right? I'm like, okay, maybe you know that happens once in a while. Then the next race, 
missing fortune wins at 16 to one. We both had the source in second. In fact, nice. I also put the source on top on the show. I really thought he was interesting for Kai Barakoa um, and wins at, uh, look at this, 1631.53. Yeah, that was a, what'd that pay? It's a couple grand, right? That uh, try. The super was like 20,000 or something. Yeah, like that's that. unbelievable. I don't know. It's at the, it's at the, the, yeah, the $3,000 trifecta. 12,000. Yeah. For 10 cents. Okay. Then the next race, how about Paul Soros? I Paul Soros. Gets his buyer top of 90, somehow gets over from the 10 hole, Pete, at 21 to 1. Neither the Chad Browns run. Kendrick Carmouche doesn't send on the four. And yep. this horse gets a dream trip and wins for Paul Halloran, who was a very small piece of Dracone. Blew up my pick four and five, but I couldn't be happier for Paul wins at 21 to 1. He did pick that horse on top. I don't know if he would have picked that horse on top if he didn't own him. But listen, I got to tip my cap. He did pick him on top. Congratulations to Paul. Unbelievable. Of course, I, I remember I had that horse on the ticket in when we were there for Whitney and it didn't yeah. run as well. And then now oh. it, and then and then Fredo course, in right? second, the Italian connection. We got, you know, yes. Fredo. You know, you broke my Fredo heart, Fredo. Won. Yeah, Fredo almost broke Dracone's heart at that point. <laughs> and then uh in the jockey club gold cup, uh Paul had Bright Feature on top. This is a horse I've talked about a lot on this show. I liked him a lot also. I had I, I made a, a rally and roll default pick, but I had Bright Future second. But Paul had Bright Future on top, wins at 7-2. And then the last race, I had Dream Road on top on the show, wins at 11-1. So, yeah, that horse uh, took no money, went, went no the other money, way, which is nice. I had him uh, win in place. I didn't, I didn't have the try, but I had win in place um, at 11-1. At so, look. We, I'll leave us, I'll leave ourselves full screen here for a second. Um, you got to take the good of the bad in this game. We, there's not one person out there, Pete, that's watching and listening to the show. Not one. That if you've been betting long enough, you have a pick that you love was absolute disaster. Not one. And if you're one of those people, you're just a much better handicapper than yeah. myself or Pete. <laughs> because shit happens. You got to take the good with the bad. That's how, that's how this game rolls, right? That's how we play. That's called gambling for a reason. I mean, you got to, you have to be... On, as they say on Ted Lasso, for any Ted Lasso fans out there, you have to be a goldfish. You have to forget. Yep. And I, I'm mad at that because I, I let it fester. I, oh. Stupid moves or, or bad picks, they, they sometimes fester. Although if a horse just doesn't run, then you're like, I don't know what the hell happens. If they just sort of drop back and go to last and you're like, I mean, that horse didn't even try. I don't understand it. Right. That one, you just sort of say, ah, you just throw your hands up. <laughs> Because on paper, yeah, you can look I mean, at a horse and go, this horse should be in the mix. And then they run backwards. And you're like, oh, all right. I don't know what the hell sure. happened there. Uh, real quick. We'll just people around the show. And then we're going to get to our or watching. We have Katie, of course, is here. Hello, Katie. Uh, Charles, no, we did not hit the pick five yesterday. Um, I suppose you'd have to talk to Paul. I guess Paul, sh I guess in theory, should have. Dracone is one that killed me. But I'm not sure where he may or may not. Actually, it was the last race. I don't think he had the three. I don't think he um, did because we would have mentioned that in our yeah he wasn't I don't think obviously because that paid five, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I didn't talk to him I, I don't you know ask these guys on the phone you know are you alive are you alive? like I don't like to do that um, proxy did almost win yesterday uh, ran well classic is not that's the other thing we're going to talk about with Matt Bernier next Thursday by the way this classic division I mean there's no superstars but that's gonna be one hell of a betting race I mean. A bright future got a 103 buyer yesterday, squarely in the mix with this with yeah. this group. I don't know what I haven't seen buyers from from Del Mar yet. I don't know. 
I didn't uh, either. What Arabian, let me see if, let me, I'll see what while you talking. Me, but I'll tell you what, they crawled home. I mean, that was visually that was not, awful. not pretty at the end. So anyway, this is Saratoga today. Let's talk about Saratoga races, but there were just a lot of things that we needed to talk about. Pete, as you're looking that up, Saratoga today. No buyers. No buyers yet, by the not way. Not yet. It's, it's, they're no. still sleeping in California. Uh, yeah. $251,000 pick six carryover based on all those prices we talked about today at Saratoga. I might take a small dive, although I don't have real – it's funny. I didn't. I had real strong pins yesterday, and some of them were great, and some of them were absolutely awful. I don't have a great feel for this late pick five today, and it's probably the one I'm going to crush. So who the hell? Knows? Well, it's funny because I, you know, I did the picks for anybody who's a Saratoga Power yeah. Pick subscriber. I did them today, and as I was going through, I'm like, oh crap. I, I don't love there's not a lot there's one horse i really loved that jumped okay. out to me but there were a bunch where i'm like yeah should we i know we don't usually do it on here but for the pick six you want to do you have anything in the fifth did you look at the well fifth at we all? were gonna i was gonna talk about that pete the problem is the fifth race is like one of my least favorite races for a lot of reason it's a turf sprint it's a restricted turf sprint so only for horses that field for fifty thousand or less and it's a baby race it's like I don't. We have to see the board. I don't know. I, we're not going to discuss it, Pete. If that's okay with you, just because. Oh no, no. So I just wanted to make sure. And people, I'm going to watch the board anyway before I put in a pick six ticket. So we're not going to talk about race five. But let's talk about race six, Pete. And look at the bottom of the screen, sir. We look are at that. In By the way, I like I like two eight in the fifth. Just for anybody listening who who doesn't feel like handicapping, and that's my birthday day. So screw it, and maybe I'll get a little uh, birthday maybe. birthday juju. And even though my birthday's not for months, but go oh, ahead, Howard. Say, yeah, we're yeah, but you know, you know, yeah. you take what you can get sometimes. All right, me uh, and you lockstep you, off the off the. Well, first. your birthday's oh, on it. a certain month of the twenty eighth, correct? Is that why you yes, said that? Yes, December, okay. December, yes. December. December, oh, right, on, right, a little Christmas baby. Not actually. too far, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Now, wait, Pete, did you get presents both, right, both, right, Christmas and birthday, or they just combine them? What, what was the story? Yeah, some you people were, were cheap. Were some, some people were very cheap, and I don't like those people, <laughs> so... Okay. Yes, they would say, this is for both. I'm like, well, right. there's only one You're here, like, on, so man. screw you, I don't like you anymore. How's that? How's that for both? I love it. But... By the well, way, let's talk about our, some we do like here, and I'm, I'm in, uh, you have the you have the wrong, the race, wrong race on the screen. Realized, yes, yes, because yep. I'm looking at it going, man, that's not my picks for no. that race. <laughs> here we go, race six. Let's let's get started here, Pete. We're both going four nine two. This is the start of the late pick five again. I'm in the late pick five. Uh, starts with a seven furlong filly two year old race. Boy, the fillies are on display. The two year old fillies are on display uh, yeah. in this card. Because the spinaway is looks tremendous, but this is for a horse of not one yet. Field of ten, Moreline favorite is the number two, Genetics, a Florida bred for Mott and Lascana. But we are both going with Alpine Princess. I'm sure you've got some strong reasons why Cox and Franco. This is a second time starter. Yes, this is my best bet of the day. So we're gonna wow, see if right that off one. The stop. Well, when this, jump, yeah. two, when this gets when this horse gets when this horse gets eased with the two buyer, yeah. we'll see how you I feel. Mean, You'll know we'll how see. I feel. No, yeah, I like this I, horse too, Pete. Go ahead. I mean, so th there was a few things here. So on debut, if you if you watch, and I know we don't really like to do replays on here too much, and you don't need to, but basically she got knocked around right out of the gate. 
dropped back to dead last, of course, which is I'm surprised I didn't have her in her debut because of that. Lost to my dad's name, by the way, Sam's Treasure. Oh, wow. My dad oh, had that we'll horse on top. Step, Pete. It's worth seeing for everyone. He's this, this yeah, you can do that if you do the head on. So then she and I, here's here's something you don't like. And, and I always make fun of you a little bit. But in debut races and with young horses. So she's stuck in the back. Then she's between horses in the back. Yep. way in the back of the pack. Then she makes a move and actually splits horses a little bit, which which I thought was impressive. And then the two winner or, or the first two horses, they sort of got away. As you could see, uh, Sam's treasure wins by five. The second horse is up by three. They sort of got away. So you were never getting to them. I just like, again, with young horses, I like when they have some trouble and they don't give up and they sort of they keep on chugging along. She did that. It's Brad Cox, so it's not like he's not going to get her ready. She had a nice five furlong bullet. I mean, it wasn't the fastest thing ever, but it was a nice work. And then I had an excellent stat. Brad Cox, second time starters that finished in the money last out in dirt sprints at Saratoga. So don't try and remember that one. Eight for 12 wins, 12 for 14 in the money. So for whatever reason, if his horse runs okay but doesn't win first out, second out, he usually has them sort of tightened up and ready to go. So all systems go for me. I love this four horse. Uh, I like the four live too. Jimmy, thanks for the confidence I, I, in me. I appreciate that. One other thing I'll mention, Pete, I've had the um, benefit of having, again, DRF workout reports during the Saratoga meet. Alpine Princess in his uh, – there we go. Wow. Can't believe I did that. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't say princess no one knows in the what's name in this or red anything. Cup. Let me tell you something. This is not milk in this red cup this morning because I had a rough <laughs> day yesterday with Churchtown. Um, <laughs> no, no morning drinking for me. Anyway, uh, Alpine Princess's last work, she worked with Dazzling Blue. Who's Dazzling Blue? Dazzling Blue is a nice horse for Cox that finished second to that complete freakazoid who won the Priorus yesterday earlier in the card. Pete, so they think very highly of Alpine Princess. She got a B plus workout, which yep. is very good for Tyrrell. I think this horse is going to uh, fire uh, big today and have a great chance to win. We're going I just to wonder if we're not going to. Oh, sorry, I was just saying. I wonder if we're not going to get the price because I when I saw the work, the yeah. clocker report this morning, and was like, that's good. It's good when you see because I did it after the fact. It's good when you see on the clocker report that it matches what you think, but then you know that they're going to you know that they're probably going to take money off those clockers in these two-year-old races too. Yes. Uh, by the way, Noah Maher is here. Noah had a rough day also. Look, uh, I mean, he plays mainly Del Mar and that, you know. Hey, by the way, on so- our on our Del Mar show on Thursday, I would have given out the late pick five except Faza scratched and I moved it. I had the 10 instead of Faza. So mm-hmm. I would have had the late pick five, but oh. we didn't know about the Faza scratch. So, okay. um so we weren't all bad this week. Chris Couples said it was not a B plus. I thought I saw a B. I, I could. I'm pretty sure Alpine Princess had a B plus. But anyway. Oh no, I think he was probably saying maybe he was saying it was a B plus on the report, but maybe when he watched the work, he didn't think. Oh, it was a B+. I see. Sorry, Chris. Gotcha. Okay, I understand what he's saying now. He said visually he didn't think it was a B plus. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, um, moving on. Um, Caitlin, her greatness, I believe. Yes. Uh, I watched workouts, uh, actually watched the workouts. Not only did she get great workout report grade-wise, but I watched the workouts. She looks like she's very quick out of the gate. Now, this is seven, but the Omaha Beaches have come out, come out firing, cost 375 
Yeah. Between the nine and the ten, Pete, I have to watch the board. Obviously, it's one of those deals. My my gut feeling here, based on workouts, is that the nine is going to show more speed and a little more precocious, and the ten might be a little more two turny kind of horse and a little bit slower out of the gate. That being said, the ten is Rapoli. So who the who the f knows? We got to see the board. To really to have a good idea between these two, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, it was funny because I, I really liked the four, and then I got down to the nine, and I was like, oh, I kind of like this nine, too. Yeah. But then I still I still was on the four, but I do think the nine is strong. And, yeah, I agree with you on the ten. I didn't love the ten first out. I could see the ten yeah. sort of closing and getting a piece and then running better. But although seven, you know, seven is, you know, at least seven's a little longer. They're not going super short, so. yeah. Uh, so you know, watch the board people. I had the two higher initially genetics has been working with sugar high, um, who is in the spin away Pete. And yep. I watched the last work for genetics. Genetics was basically just a workmate for sugar high. Genetics was like on the wrong lead in the stretch in her workout, not the debut, but in her workout, she's a Florida bred. I don't know. It just my gut feeling tells me she's a nice horse, but I'm feeling the other ones are better. Just a gut feel. That was that was where I landed too. And uh, although she she at least ran pretty tactical, so you figure she she's going to be in the mix. And if a couple of the first timers don't fire, and so many times the horses that run already, they just have a little bit of an advantage. And something happens, the other ones run a little greener than you expect. This one gets a good trip probably from the two holes. So. And the horse that ran second in the last one came back and I think ran second in a in maybe a stakes or in, in a good race last time. So that yeah. race has come back okay as well. Stella Morris, who finished third yes. in that debut, was a New York bride, came back, did not win the uh, stake race, though, the New York. No, because I actually had the horse on top. I so, Caldwell loves gold. I really like right. that horse. Caldwell. Yeah, yeah. Caldwell, by the way, is like a like a nine-month-old or something. Named <laughs> after. It was really cool. If you if you watch Naira, you know. Anyway, Caldwell is the son of one of the owners, and he was actually there at the track both times Caldwell loves gold wins a Caldwell's a boy oh, wow. he's like he's like he's he's like 10 months old so it's oh that's cool. awesome maybe a year old I don't know but anyway but he's in the winner's circle it was pretty cool uh nice. sorry love naming horses after their own kids right that doesn't always work out well but you know anyway let's move on Pete race seven uh here's where we start going different and I I thought some of these races were tricky I'm going two, four, one. You're going one A. I want to make sure I put in the A because there's a coupling there. One A, five, two. And if we have scratches, you know what, Pete? I, I haven't looked for scratches. I, I, I did. Someone just mentioned that we didn't have them yet in the They're chat. I didn't. Okay. Nothing. Let me I'll look uh, while you as do I'm that. I'm speaking right now. I'm going to get Serling up on Twitter and see. Yep. Oh, in. wait. We do. In. Now they're in. Let's They see. are in. And so I know um, I'm not looking at the camera right now because. I'm looking at the scratches on on my own screen. So in this looking, race, one six, one six eight ten eleven, looks yes. Like. The ten eleven are MTOs though. So one, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the one, one so your one A is in. I guess that's probably good for you, right? Considering yeah, I didn't like the one. So yeah. the one six and eight. Let's see if we can just remember this, or people will remind us. And the next race looks like the. Uh, the nine in the main body and then the one a in the, uh, and then the MTOs. And so the nine in the next one, six, eight, nine, Becky's Joker is out. And then the last race looks like five and 12. Oh, I, I had the, I had the you 12. The 12 so we'll I had the 12 can, and third. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll see if we can remember that as we go along or people. Can okay. Remind I'll us. keep it up too. So okay, we'll great. Remember. let's go ahead to uh, race seven. Here we go. 
Race seven, starter allowance. One of two starter allowance races in a row. That's interesting. For 50, this one is on for the boys. This is on the inner going a mile and a so pretty demanding distance, actually. Yeah. Uh, nine, 10 horses in the main body, but Watasha is out and provision is out, right? Was it just those two? Now I'm drawing a blank. Was there one more? I can't remember. Uh, the, the eight addicted the to eight. you. Okay. 30 so to one. It's, shot, a, so yeah, yeah. it's a seven horse. Let's see. Would have been 10. Now it's seven. Yeah. Math. <laughs> seven I don't horse think we, I don't think we lost a ton from in terms of contention no. or, or how the race is going to shape out though. Boyline favorite was the coupling. And so now it technically would be the one, a Drew who is your top choice Pete, in a race that I thought was, was pretty tough in general. Yeah. And this is actually for, again, for, for the power pick subscribers, this was one of my, my spot plays, not with a super high level of confidence, but it was sort of a three star. If anybody follows those, I just thought, and, and this is exactly the kind of horse I would normally not like, because you're talking two for 25 lifetime doesn't like to win races comes from off the pace a bit. So that, that sometimes is a detriment anyway. But what I'm looking at is two for three in the top two at Saratoga, three for three in the money at the distance. So again, doesn't like to get the wins, but at least at Saratoga and at this distance has been pretty proficient. Gets IRAD up again, had IRAD last time. And what I liked was was sort of running in just higher level allowance races and was doing okay. And if you look at those races, what is that? Four, five, six, seven, eight back. Those buyers, if you're just looking at a buyer and time form standpoint, those figures fit on the top end of this field. And the horse is three to one. So that makes sense. Finally gets drops down, comes back to Saratoga, drops into the into the starter allowance, closes very nicely, just misses out. And again, that seems to be his M.O., just missing out. But I figure I think with Irad up, he sort of fits the style of this horse. I, I think this time maybe he finally gets this horse home and I, and I'm going to put him on top six year old. Let's get him a win. <laughs> this is exactly the kind of horse that I have to use in the pick five that I would never put on the win end. I mean, with Irad and the scratches, he's going to be now two to yeah. one, two to yeah. one maybe. Yeah. And he's two for 25. That being said, he likes the distance. I know you love closers. I'm not sure there's a lot of speed in this race, but he's closed into semi-slow paces anyway. If you go back to his races in the spring, I just, I don't know if he's getting better. He's going to be well bet. Um, I understand why you have him on top and he's probably, he's a good chance to win this race, which from a betting perspective, I couldn't do it. I, I don't have a strong opinion here, Pete. I thought uh, the ski patrol is going to get a real nice trip with Pratt from the inside. And Linda claimed this one. And look, Linda regressed a little bit, but she, I don't know how many back she is. And I, don't, I think Chad's pretty much wrapped up the training title. I have to look it up. But whatever. Linda can move up horses. And it's not like this horse needs any moving up anyway. So no, no. didn't really have any excuses last time. But a loss to Fredo, who we just saw yesterday, almost beat Dracoan. And that ended up being a good race. So I do like Ski Patrol in this race. One, little, one, one, one quick stat on I had on Ski Patrol, which sort of was – it gave me a little confidence to knock that horse back just a bit, was Linda Rice first after the claim in turf routes specifically, two for 38. So, hmm. again, maybe just Good not point. her strength. Yeah. So, yeah. Th- again, when you're, when, you're trying to, when you're trying to nitpick lower-priced horses, you, f- you find out whatever you can. 
Oh, it's, I mean, that's a horrible stat. <laughs> well, but, but my horse is, is what, two for whatever. So right. when you get to some of these races, you don't get good stats because they're not always the best horses at a certain level. So, right. you know, you, you sort of pick the one you like the best. Let's talk about a Harry Hood when we're done with our quick rundown here because uh, Charles B. wants to know why there's no love for Harry Hood as the nine, I believe, in this race. The other one I thought was a little bit interesting was the four, Empire Traction. Yeah. Because it's sort of a fresh face of with this group and the numbers fit, and I like Danny Gargan, and maybe uh, I think this horse will be you know up close to possibly a slower-ish pace. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, Averill Racing, I respect the ownership here. This is a horse I was a little bit interested in, uh, but yeah, again, yeah. not a real strong opinion to be honest. A little more seconditis, so that's the somebody yeah. has to win this stupid race, and, and... only eight <laughs> lifetime starts compared to twenty six. Yeah, no, that's so, that's yeah, but but I'm four out of five, four out of five in second this year, which is which is just funny more than anything else. I've Harry Hood as a B, Pete. Uh, so I don't think I don't, I don't not suggesting this horse can't win. I'm concerned about the distance and the workout report wasn't good. Those are my two main concerns and it's being claimed off at Chad. That doesn't usually work well. That was the thing for me. I I also had that one as a B. So, I I mean, I think it's definitely a win contender for sure and fits and is improving, but yeah, it's hard when you take a horse away from Chad at a turf, a turf router away from Chad and expect it to move forward. But again, he doesn't really, have to move forward much. So it could just, he could just run whatever race, you know, it wasn't, well, I guess it was in July. So it's a little, it's enough time for Hennig to put his imprint on him and maybe take away some of the Chad. So I don't know. That's That was a tough one. I thought he's a little bit of the speed too. I thought him and maybe the seven would be the speed coming out. So um, I'm going to stick with the closers there, but no, I think the nine has as good a shot as any. Yeah, uh, put our little banner at the top right there. I should try to do that more often. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's get to the next race. And I, Pete, I, I need some therapy in this race because not only do I think it was a complete cluster, I hate my top choice. I hate my oh. own pick. And you know what? It actually happens to be the same pick as yours. So maybe Excellent. you can maybe you can tell me why the 10 is just such an obvious horse and I shouldn't feel so bad. But we're thinking somewhat similar. We got the 10 on top. We got the one also in the mix let's go ahead to the next race here it's race eight it's another starter allowance this one though is for the girls going a mile and eighth and this one's on the outer turf on the melon uh obviously the the turf's in great shape now the weather is finally turned around just in time for the meet to close anyway we got a big field here and there were some scratches and you're gonna have to run i think it was mainly the also eligibles right i'll need a little reminder anyway in as this I'm, one yeah this is what which race are we on the eighth right yeah what it's, do we got in the eighth scratch the here? only one that's scratched out of the main body is the nine okay so nine foot. is out and and then everything all the all the aes are out the ae and the the eight one two 13 oh, wait, and 14. What? Well, not the main, forget the main track only. It's 13 or 1A and 2B are out. Oh, they must. Well, they are they in because they're not on the scratch. No, they're on the, they're not on the scratch list. So they oh. must be in. Okay. Well, that changes everything. And, and I mean that ser- seriously because I thought they are both live. So, wow, this race just got. Okay. Well, anyway, we'll get back to it. Don't mess with Tessa's who we have on top of five to two. But of course, we have our picks here on screen, Pete, without knowing that the 1A and 2B are in. And if someone's at home wants to just triple confirm that, that'd be great. Let's go ahead to the uh, PPs here and our picks. You, We both have the 10 
on top. Don't mess with Tess. But before we do that, Pete, let's look at the 1A. So the yeah. 9 is out, Proudfoot, who wasn't really a factor in my opinion, but Proudfoot was going to show a little speed. The 9 is out. So now these two horses are in. The 2B, who I thought was interesting, and we'll show some speed from the outside for Lascano. And the horse I actually liked maybe even a little more is from Hello, who is improving. They are both coming off of short breaks, I believe. Yeah, they both were in the same race, um, so I have to watch the replay. But anyway, people can do their own research on that. Don't mess with Tess. Five to two morning line has the best buyers in the field. So why don't I love this mare? Well, tell me, Pete, why I should love this mare. You're not getting an answer from me as to why you should love this mare. So right. the way the way the way I the, just for the record, the way I handicap usually is I'll go through. I sort of look at the figures just across the whole race and see. All right. Where do I think the figure is going to be just for just in my head? Where do I think they're going to have to hit to probably win this race? And then I handicap and I assign sort of a one, two, three or an ABC to each horse. And when I went through the race, the only one I had on the A line was the 10. And so when I look at that and I go, so when we look at my B's and see if I should move any of them up, I didn't really love any of those as well. What I liked about this horse mostly was seems to be improving a bit. Now, again, the, you know, from a buyer standpoint, had sort of a, on a, the turf lifetime buyer top last out, made a winning move and then got sort of overtaken and run down as the favorite. I think though, even though he didn't run as well going a mile and an eighth, two back, I trust Maker, and now we get Irad back. Now we get Irad up again, going a mile and an eighth now. And you know Maker going long on the turf is usually pretty solid. To get Irad back up again, I think if we can run the same race as last time, but Irad can maybe time it a little better because he's just – that's just the style. He's great when he has to sort of time a closer like that on the turf too – if he could do that, I think he can run sort of the same race as last time, but time it better to where, you know, he hits the wire instead of getting, getting run down. So that was my, that, that's my half-assed sort of explanation as to why I like this horse, but it, okay. it is by no means with a, you know, a huge stamp of approval. Which I read are we getting today? Asked Charles B, the one that misses his <laughs> brother and not riding his horses or one that wants to win a race. Wow. Charles, a little bitter, a lot, a lot, a lot of bitterness. I like the, I like the bitterness, Charles. I love it. Yeah. I, it. Um, Pete, first of all, from hello is out. So the two B. Oh, okay. The okay. two B is in. Hold on, where's the two B? Fast Kimmy is in. It was a little bit interesting to me. The one A is out. Here's my. Let me counter my own pick, which is I like, what are you free. doing, Howard? Well, look, she's the best on paper. But Pete, did you see the work tab? Uh, where was where's this horse been? Yeah. There's a gap here in the works of almost a month, Pete. And then the last two works were slow and not good. And this is a horse I'm not sure anyway. So that that last number might have been inflated based on the real fast, you know, red time form pace colors, Pete. I, I yeah. this to me is either a horse you single and you just go for it, or you try to beat her because I don't think she really is that much better than a lot of horses. I have her on top. Let's just go to the one, Pete. The 10 is, is a very uh, difficult horse to read, in my opinion. The one we both have, uh, where is the one here? The one is River Tay. Between the six and the Not seven. a lot of confidence, but lightly raced. Katie Davis is having a good meet. I have no idea about the mile and eighth at all. But 
she's a lightly raced three-year-old who could improve. I like Katie Davis. I don't know. It's a guess. <laughs> I've got her second. Well, it's had a solid work last out. I thought looking at the looking at the pedigree, I, I if I remember correctly, I, I think I, I didn't mind the stretch out with this horse as well, which is why I, yeah. I had I had her in the mix. And okay. then the only thing I didn't love was I don't always comfortable with the horse that needs to drop down to get the win and then gets the breaks the maiden and then is moving up, which actually obviously you have to move up after you break your maiden. But that that always freaks me out a little bit. Yes, you cannot you stay down. in main ranks once you break your maiden. Yeah. And then That's you know the kind what, of breaking news we get here at this show. I know, you know, let me let me let me teach put some lessons in. But then the I'm thing that kidding. the thing that freaked me out about the one, which you don't see at all, the buyer was a 69, the time form was a 61. You almost never go backwards in those two figures. And if you're going backwards there, that freaks me out a little bit. So that's why when I was looking at this horse, I'm like, ah, I just don't know. I, I didn't love the, the rest of the field. I probably would move. Maybe the eight would be in contention as well. The one that you have in third instead, but that one just freaked me out enough. And again, I just didn't like this field that much. I couldn't come up with horses that I really liked on the win end. You know, Pete, I didn't look at that time form. That's I, I don't, I can't remember the last time I've seen that. Like I don't, yeah, me neither. Me neither. Like That's that why time, when I saw it, I was like, That's people weird. don't know the time form should be 15 to 20 points higher, 15 to 20. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, like, in theory, River Tate should have gotten between like an 85 to 90 time form. Yeah. I got a 61. So, some, something, I, someone's way weird. wrong on their number yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Pete, and we're going to move on. Oh, won't you ask him on the number seven, Miss Christie? I looked at this horse quite a bit. I don't think she's impossible. She mm -hmm. has to improve um, a recent claim. I, I don't know. Forget about the off the turf. This horse wants uh, grass. You could do worse with this long shot. I don't know. There's a lot of interesting horses in this race. Yeah, I, have, I had no problem with the seven. I definitely looked at the seven. And, and yeah, it's, it's weird when you see that last one because it's just a complete toss. You're going out to a mile and a quarter for the first time, and then it comes off the turf. And then it's speed favoring and you're sort of in the back in a five horse field and, and you're just sort of out of it. I, I didn't even look to see if the did. I can't remember if Ruta. Yeah. So there was a speed horse, but then Ruta just sort of sat off and ran, ran away. So, yeah, that's a tough one. I think that's not a bad call, though. Again, in a race no. where I don't I don't love anyone. That's actually a pretty good call. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be spreading if I play a pick four or five, six. I, I just I, I can't. Unless my budget constraints, well, after yesterday, my budget constraints are a little bit lower, but, <laughs> are, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, the 10 is just, if I single that 10 and she doesn't win, I'm going to feel really stupid because I just don't love the horse even without the, you know, a break in a month gap in the works and other things yeah. I just, and, you know, whatever. So it, it's tricky. Let's go to the spin away, Pete. The spin away, this race Wow, what a great race this is, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm going eight three nine. You're going eight nine six. Of all the serials we've seen this year, Pete, and I know you watch, you know, Delmar once in a while, and you know, I, I watch all over the country, obviously. The eight horse in the spinway here, ways and means, just might be the most exciting two year old in the entire country right now, boys or girls. This is a, a horse that is really exciting. And very good. Let's go ahead and take a look at the grade one spin away. You'd have to expect you'll see some of these girls possibly in the Breeders' Cup uh, a juvenile uh, for the girls. 
I'm drawing a blank on the uh, juvenile, juvenile Phillies. Sorry, yeah, juvenile yeah. Phillies for the girls on the dirt come Sanita in two months. It's three hundred thousand dollar purse. They're going seven furlongs, stretching out field of ten. The only scratch was Becky's Joker, the five. So it's gonna be uh, who actually I didn't think was impossible. Uh, you know, at least underneath. Yeah, Becky's Joker is out. It's a field of nine. More line favorite. There you go. Ways and means. Chad and Flavian. Obvious second choice will be bright work for Jose Ortiz. Excuse me. Uh, I think it's Juan Ortiz, his actual trainer first name, I believe, for Irad Ortiz. No relation there, by the way, I'm pretty sure. Five to two, Moyne line. We're both going ways and means. I'll watch, We'll show the replay, Pete, because her debut was an absolute beauty. Yeah, there's not a lot. I mean, this is one of those races where it's there's not a lot of handicapping involved necessarily. You either looked at that eight and ways and means and the way she ran in that debut, and you either say she's just a freak and she's awesome and she's not going to be beat, or you say, ah, maybe it was just a – I don't even know what you say. I don't really know the knock you can have against it. The connections are great. You know, it's a Clarevich horse. They're still, you know, if you don't love practical joke, they're still sprinting here. So maybe you don't like her when she goes a little longer for some reason. I can understand that. But sitting at seven furlongs still, you got Flavian up again. I mean, I don't really know. And you watch it here and there she is. She's also, she's, you know, she's sort of between, she's not just a speed ball, which I love. So she was I like when off and rate. Like they're made and come from behind. As oh, I love it. Because we see every day, you see, you see, made in 12 fives, right, Pete, that wire the field and look, quote, unquote, impressive. When a horse does this and they rate in behind, take dirt, and, I mean, this is a complete embarrassment. I mean, look at this. I mean, he didn't even – Not even asking. Not even ask. He didn't even move, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just completely embarrassing, this field. Now, how good is the field in behind? It's hard to tell yet. We go back and look at the next race. There was none. Nobody's come back. So you don't know. But just by the clock and everything else, Pete, I mean, this horse has been yeah. working really well since. I'm not worried about the distance personally at all. Um, th- th- this is this could be a – and in a race where you think there's going to be a, at least a decent amount of speed, the fact that you know that she can rate in behind in case the, it gets heated up front, there's nothing not to like about the eight. If this eight is seven to five, um, I think that's a gift, and I know the nine is really talented, and it's two-year-olds. I think this horse will be and should be about four to five feet. Oh, I, th- I yeah, if not if not even lower than that. I mean, Brightwork does look good on paper, so Brightwork should take money. But I can't imagine just everyone. And then if you're talking if you're talking horizontals, I mean, this is the if you're talking the pick six or the late pick five, the eight is the obvious single. If you, if you want to go a, a single route, because the other four races are pretty tough. So, yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't know what you do other than play the eight unless you just really love this nine. And the nine, If you now that you're on the nine there, I mean, the nine, just from an experience standpoint, three wins, but also has done it sort of moving up the ladder. That This is a normal progression you would see from a mm-hmm. good horse, right? You see, yeah. you break the maiden in a maiden special, run pretty well, go to a go to sort of a listed stakes, you know, beats that field, steps up again to a grade three, demolishes that field. That's a nice, beautiful progression. Has Irad, has John Ortiz, who's four for five in the money here. Everything looks great for this horse. It just might be the wrong day and the wrong, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? It might just be the wrong oh. day and the wrong horse you're going against. 
my comp to that comment, Pete, is always ask Charles Barkley because if there's a guy named Michael Jordan that didn't exist, Charles Barkley yeah. would probably have four NBA championships, right? So it's just it's one of those things. Or, or take or life is good last year. I mean, there's a horse called Flightline, right? I mean, it's just yeah, it's just one of those things. What would what would life is good be in this year's classic? Two to five. I mean, right? So it's just I one mean, of those things. Or Olympiad. I mentioned to Matt Miller yesterday. What would Olympiad be in this year's? Breeders' Cup Classic. I mean, three to five, right? I mean, so just oh yeah. Anyway, anyway, Brightwork is really good, and she's got more speed than Ways and Means, I think. And so she's going to get the jump on Ways and Means. I think it's going to come down to these two. I don't have anything overly creative to say about this race. I think Brightwork is good. Uh, Brightwork is a C to me. I just maybe she should be a B. I don't know. That's for another you know, argument for another day. I am actually going to try to split them with the three. I like Sugar High. I, li- I think Mott's horses get better as they get, you know, as they move along. I mean, when a Mott horse wins by six, Pete, that's yeah. really impressive. And she's got nice works since. She's got an inside post. She doesn't need the lead. She's like ways and means, you know, minus two. I mean, like the junior ways and means to me where I think she can rate and she's got nice pedigree and she's got a nice future. But for this race, I don't think she can beat Ways and Means. But I'm going to try to beat uh, the nine, at least to split the two favorites with Sugar High. And then you've got the six real quick, uh, Allie's Beach. I mean, there are other nice horses in here for Amos, who I have a lot of respect for, but has to make a major jump up in Bayer to even be a factor. Well, the the one thing sometimes with the with the debut horses, you can – the, the buyers can be low and then they can take a super right. huge jump in the second right. one. Now, I don't know if she can take a big enough jump to beat, to beat right. these horses. But again, if you're just looking for third place sort of underneath, if you're doing yeah. something, if you decide you want to do something cold, you do it that way. Omaha beach has been on fire. Like we said earlier. Yes. So anytime in Omaha beach. And, and, and again, she, she ran though. She did. She ran off the pace. She sat off, she passed horses. She fought down the lane and won. had a nice work coming out. I always like when a, when a horse is working. Okay. Working well, actually goes into a race wins and then comes out and is immediately working well again, just looks like they're keeping their fitness. But again, this just might be too much to, too, too, too big of an ask. If this was a lighter field, I think this six would be better. There Speaking of don't Paul, sleep, huh? don't sleep on Paul Halloran, who is up today uh, and up already. Not a surprise because, well, it's actually up already. It's 11.13. Hey, Paul, Paul, uh, by the way, Paul had two horses that he has a piece of yesterday that ran. I bet the other one, not Dracone, the other oh, one didn't run for squat and Dracone wins and pays 40. So, Paul, go back to sleep, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul likes sugar high a little bit yep. as well. So, um, and, and Randy Burnham again, I don't, Paul, I don't know if you're, I'm assuming you're still listening. People are wondering why Paul, you did not crush the late pick five. You don't have to comment, but a lot of people are tooting your own horn or, or, or giving you compliments, but also wondering why, what happened with the pick five. And I think you didn't have the three in the last race, Paul, if you're, if you're there and you want to comment, you don't have to comment. It's no one's damn business, whether what Paul hits or doesn't hit, but Anyway, so a lot of a lot of kudos there out for you, uh, Paul. Thanks for joining the show this morning, and thanks for joining uh, yesterday as a substitute. All right, Pete, the last race. Here we go. It's got to be a main forty going two turns, right? And normally I'd say, ugh, but yesterday, uh, yours truly uh, had eleven to one on top. I don't know why the horse didn't take money, but anyway, one. So let's see what we got here in the last race of the day. And again, Pete, we've had the, the viewership for our morning shows 
have been absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much. If you're watching live here, if you listen or watch as a replay, we cannot thank you enough. Our Saratoga Today shows um, obviously have less than talking horses, but not like an incredibly amount less. I mean, so we are absolutely crushing it here with our viewership on these morning shows. Thank you very much again, everyone. You really do appreciate it. Yep. And please subscribe and smash that like button. That'll help the channel and all of us as well. Let's go to last race, Pete, right there. I'll go ahead and bring our banners up on the screen. I've got 381. <clears throat> You've got 1812. You've got Jet City Woman. Let's look at the field of, uh, let's see. Here we go again. Now, the, the 12 is out, right? Who else is out here, Pete? The nine is out? I, I know. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Hold out. on. No, just the five and the 12 and the 15, which was an MTO. So I guess that well, 13, means the 13 and the 14 are in, I imagine, unless this isn't fully okay. updated, but yes. All right. So five and 12 are out. And that puts oh, no, I'm looking at it now. The DRF is updated. So actually, if you if you probably if you refresh your screen there, it'll update okay. to mine. Just I just refreshed and it updated. Fine. So, yes, the 13 and 14 are in. Yeah, addressable market is the favorite at seven to two for Brown and I read with, of course, a name related to finance uh, because of Seth Klarman and his background. Uh, so let's just go right to it here and I will refresh. Thank you for that, Pete. And you have the one. There we go. There are the scratches on top. Oh, yeah, 13, 14 are in. Uh, yep. Jet City Woman, four to one. Dutro uh, dropping down, dropping down back in distance interesting yeah yeah that so th that was my thought with this horse was again i didn't love this field either which is i i apologize for that's the the theme of this late pick five but the what i liked was the horse dropped down out of maiden special and got on the turf so made sort of two changes two races back runs well made in 40 runs well finishes a tight second Actually, you know, didn't have got a little bit in the in the lane, got a little knocked around a bit, nothing, nothing major, but ran the nice race. Then they say, okay, we're gonna give her a little time off. We'll give her a little time, we'll bring her back, go back up to maiden special, and we're gonna stretch to a mile and a quarter. Doesn't run well. Yeah, stuff happens sometimes. Now we're dropping back down. Maybe we're back at a distance at a level that this horse actually is comfortable at and wants to be at. Got a little bit more of a break. There's nothing in the works. The works are mostly garbage, but I'm looking at more getting a horse back into a level and maybe a distance that I think she'll be best at. And I'm yep. hoping we can get a repeat then of that race two back, but this time crossing the wire first. Yeah. The workout report is a bunch of meh, uh, similar, yeah. to last, similar to the last race. Paul Heron chimed in for those that are wondering, Paul said, if I had played ABC, I would have been alive to the four in the last race who was absolutely awful, by the way, for Clements. And I had my concerns about the four of the last race uh, yesterday. Did not have the three in leg two. There you go. He didn't have the three in leg two. Played a caveman, needed uh, uh, twenty. Needed the 11 horse in leg two who ran second. So there you go. So, that, so the three horse missing fortune in the second leg is the one that uh, knocked out Paul. I've got the three on top here, and this is very similar, Pete. And this is a huge race, obviously, for people playing anything horizontally, especially the huge pick six carryover. So we should take a minute to talk about this race. And we have a, we have a few minutes here. Yeah. Whiskey Lullaby, to me, is very similar to the three yesterday, who has shown speed in the past, 
will show speed again. I think yesterday's horse was actually Michelle. Ne uh, I think it was Michelle. Uh, there was a Michelle Nevin horse that I liked yesterday. I'd have to go back and look. But anyway, um, Whiskey Lullaby should have the lead, Pete. Red color-coded time form pace figs in the last race. Um, dropping down inside speed. I don't see a ton of early speed in this race. This is just a wired job for me. At least that was my thought. Santana, don't love him on the turf, but he can he can win on the turf. Uh, and I just thought this one was very logical, especially second off the bench. I guess you could make the argument why the drop down only second time off the layoff. I understand that, but maybe they just want to get a win in Saratoga. I'm not going to overread that. My main thing I want to mention to everyone at home, I don't know if you feel the same way. The Clements, the Chads, sometimes the Pletchers, but especially the Clements and especially the Chad Browns on the turf, Pete, in these drop downs, they are overbet and they do not win. And I don't have a specific stat on it. I know listening for Andy Serling for years and just doing my own handicapping and listening to you and I look at the stats. These are bad bets in general. So while the eight can win, these are horses that are overbet that do not win and are horrible ROI kind of type of plays. Yeah, I think because if you if you took away the owner, the jockey, and the trainer from the screen, and you looked at this horse just based on performance, yep. you would say, eh, not bad. You know, looks like maybe an underneath type, you know, not doesn't, is improving a little bit. There's nothing wrong with the horse. That was, you know, ran a little bit better in the debut in 2023 after a pretty significant layoff. So yeah, definitely a, a win contender, but not anything that's going to jump off the page. But like you said, because of the connections, this horse is just going to get bet. And doesn't she doesn't look any better than anyone else in the field in fact maybe no. looks a little bit worse than some but it's it's just tough because if she does take another step forward she obviously can win the race and it's irad yeah. and chad so the horse will be ready most likely but it, yeah on the win end it's probably not a play but it's a hard one to leave off say a horizontal ticket because this horse could just get better under the you know the, the chad irad combo which always makes it tough in these races that, that's why they get bet because Right. You don't want to lose. If you lose, if you're in the pick five and you lose because a Chad and Irad Klarovich horse wins on the turf routing, then you're going to go, oh, Christ, how the hell did I miss that pick five with a Chad Irad Klarovich horse? So that's what winds up happening. I'm mainly going one, three, eight and pick four is five. Well, pick fives and sixes. If I play it, pick four, I'm also just want to throw out there. I think the six, seven and nine, all of those three horses I would actually use as well. Pete, as we close the show, it's really quick. Uh, who else would you use? Let's say in a spready pick four. I know you've got your top choices. Sorry, I just took them off the screen. Uh, were, what is it, one eight? I'm sorry, what was the third horse that you liked? I had the 12, but I would move. Now that 12 the 12 is scratch. scratch so I'll move the three. I would move the three up. So the three would be my third pick. Okay. And the horses that get in are the 13 and 14. You better take a look at the 13, everyone, who is actually another Chad. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, from Monmouth. So I don't know. I mean, you might want to throw the 13 in there for Chad. The 14, by the way, is a horse that I know. That horse is named Salivo Spritz. Sound familiar? Uh, that's a horse that we that I used to have a small piece of that got claimed for 40 from Adelphi and has done absolutely zero running. And zero. Not very yeah, good you can't. So that, no, that I would, I would, I would. Out. So I was looking at my, the, the, the bigger ticket. So if I was doing a big spready ticket, I would go 1, 3, 8, 9, 13 is sort of if I was going super spread yeah. because I don't love the race and 
that's my, I would one, three, eight are probably like my main, if I was doing a smaller ticket, I would do one, three, eight. And if I was doing a bigger ticket, one, three, eight, nine, 13. Pete, just to give some people advice to close the show. Um, we would both single ways and mean, let's start with the pick six. I mean, yeah. I know a lot of them plays pick sixes, but this is a huge carryover. There's going to be a million in the pool. I personally would single ways and means. Would you agree with that? If you had to, you know, play a shorty ticket, yeah, I might single the four in the first leg, Pete, and just sort of have, or the sorry, the the second leg of the pick six, the the first leg of the pick five. Uh, what Alpine Princess is that the name? I yes, I might single that horse, Pete, because I don't have confidence in the ten in race eight at all. That was the don't mess with Tess, and there's a lot of other races that I feel like I would need to spread. So I think if I play a little pick six or even a big pick six. I think those are the two that I would single. How do you feel about those two singles? No, I think that I think that works. That's the one I would if I had to take a stand, I would take the same one. The nine does scare me against Alpine Princess. Yeah. If I was looking at like a pick six, I would want to. But I, I, I'd have to see. I hadn't built a pick six ticket to see what the cost would be. So I didn't think of it yet in the way in the terms of who do I need to cut in order to make it a manageable cost. So but I'm with you because I, I love the four. Alpine princess. So I would go there. And then in the fifth, we didn't talk about the fifth. And again, uh, were there, I didn't look at it. Are there scratches in the fifth? There's a, most of the, all the AEs, a bunch of the AEs are gone. Oh, the four, which actually was my, my third choice is out. So, but I like two, eight, like I mentioned before, I like two, eight to kick it off. So I would probably just go a little skinny in that first leg and then maybe go skinny again. And then, yeah, don't mess with Tess is one I I didn't know what to do with. Know. Like oh, you Wayne said, Catalano. I think Wayne Catalano's got the two in the uh, pick six there, the in race uh, race five, the fifth, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah race yeah. five. Uh, Pete, I want to mention one other thing uh, for those people that maybe out there not as familiar with uh, betting and or the tote board. It is absolutely crucial, ladies and gentlemen, that if you're going to play the pick six which starts in race five, that obviously you look at the board in race five, but you look at the probable double will pays going forward because you can see how the two pletchers are being played, the nine and the 10, Pete, in the next race. So again, I always hear from people that don't quite understand how the the pools work or the tote system and whatever, and it's totally fine. I used to be one of those people like, oh, at the next race, how do I know how the first-time starters are going to be bet? I don't see the odds. You sort of de- you can see the odds indirectly by looking at those probable will pay doubles going forward, Pete, and that gives a real idea of who's going to be favored in you know that next race without seeing the board. So it's that's crucial information that people really need to understand if you're going to play horizontally. Yeah, and especially because the first two legs today are made in special. Well, is this a, actually yeah. the is the fifth a made in special? Yeah, they're yeah. both made in specials and they both have horses who just haven't run. Yeah. So you don't have a ton to go on otherwise. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you're looking, if the second leg is a bunch of horses who've run a million times, then you don't necessarily need to do that as much, but it still helps. Don't get me wrong. But in, in the case of these, definitely look at the board if you have time to, to wait to put your play in. That's the only and bad thing. If you, if you have to put it in early, then you're kind of screwed and you don't get to check the board. But my concern for Santana just went away on the turf because he's the one that actually rode Dracone yesterday, Paul informed me. So there you go. Uh, Pete, we're going to close the show. Thanks a lot. Pete and I have to get on the horn and talk about our, our group uh, pick six tickets since we're all <laughs> signaling the same horse. So Pete, I don't know. Maybe we'll do that. We'll see. Uh, thanks a lot, Pete. We have one more show. Tomorrow, Monday, Labor Day, listen, everyone's off. We should have huge viewership tomorrow morning. Get up early with us, 10.30 a.m. It's going to be me, 
uh, scheduled. Paul Halvern will be back tomorrow morning. And Patrick Kunzel is actually live at Saratoga from the Benton Boozen Show. The three of us will be here. So, Pete, this is your last Saratoga Today morning show. Really appreciate all your efforts this meet. And we'll see you Thursday uh, on our flagship show with Matt Bernier talking Kentucky Downs, like $5 million races or something crazy. Love Thanks, it. Pete. Appreciate it. For my good friend, Pete Visco, this has been your host, Howard Kravitz. Saratoga Day for September 3rd. Good luck, everyone. Crush your bets at Saratoga today. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. See you. Racing podcast, you're missing out. It's one of the best podcasts in the country.